Hey, my divine dolls, how you doing? Hope everything is okay. So, if you're my ladies, you know, you know, you're stuck with me for the next week or so. Okay, so I'm going to be homebound, kind of grounded a little bit. Kind of. I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. I'm getting crochet braids again, and I'm getting a different style. So, um, this, this podcast, I want to preface it because... I do kind of consider myself lifestyle musings of a divine feminine, but I feel like if you really want to get a sense for where I'm at and where I'm going, this is going to be the one and, and true to typical, you know, chit chat style. So getting my hair done tomorrow. Um, and I do want to talk about the infinite banking and the crypto and stock um, portion of things, but kind of just easing into some of the things I'm eating and what's going on with my hair and whatnot. So, uh, for those of you who follow Mina, uh, she had mentioned two women that you can go to as a resource in, t- in terms of picking out clothes for your body type and also um, how to dress for your skin and like your, your complexion. So, I subscribe to both of those and I really am enjoying watching the little shorts and stuff that they put out. Um, and I say all of that to say that, um, the, the last hairstyle I had, it was the go-go curls and it was the, I think it was like the more reddish. That one looks so good against my skin. But now that being said, y'all, my complexion has changed. I'm like several shades darker than I've ever been in my life. So it, um, I loved how it looks against my skin. Cause I have like it alternates between yellow and red undertone, under red and yellow undertones. So I used to be more yellow, but now I have like a a red, and it looks so pretty. I really liked it. In the past, I used to default to um. <coughs> it's because I just ate something, which I'm gonna talk about. Um. I def I default to blonde, um. And so I got I got ocean waves instead of the go go curly ones. I got ocean waves for tomorrow. And those ones are a little bit more blonde. So I'm gonna see. I'm not sure if it's gonna look as good on me as it used to in the past. Um and it's not platinum blonde, it's like a softer honey blonde kind of color. So we will see. Um about that and I also decided to go with it a little bit shorter and I'm hoping she uses less packs because last time I think we used um the the pack that I got from Amazon came with six and I got two packs of six just to make sure but them them shits is heavy y'all and so I told her I wanted to go on the light end and I told her I brought more just in case because any of you who do braiding you know that it's always like they'll tell you buy eight packs and you need to buy 12 just to make sure so, um, I told her I wanted to do it on the lighter side and I bought extra just in case because it was the first time we were doing the hairstyle, you know, with me going to her. Um, but I didn't want them because you can even feel how heavy it was. And so we went like basically six and a half packs. And when I tell you it, it's, if it's down, you don't feel it so much, but if you put it up in a bun at night, like, I think I have a good, like two pounds on my head. <laughs> And I think I talked about this too, like when I get up at night or I'm like lifting my head, like you can feel it. So I'm going to have a strong neck, y'all. It's a strong neck. Like it's going to be chiseled. Okay. So, but so I got um shorter. 
I got it shorter. And and I I do I did mention I am vain, so I do pay attention to different things about the aesthetic and I try to perfect it. So one of the things I learned a long time ago is that hair length there are studies that show like if your hair length reaches like right to around like your nipples, that is a nice, like it's considered the most attractive hair length. So I try to keep my hair around that length. And so um, usually because I am a tall person, I can usually pull off like the, what, 22, 24s. I think the last hairstyle I had was 18, but I think that because it was curly when you stretch it out, it was way longer than that. And then if you're putting it from the nape of your neck, it goes way longer. So it looked good. It looked cute. And, um, but I, I can go shorter. So this, um, the ocean wave is not as curly and it's only 14 inches. So I'm going to see if it, if it reaches around that length, you know, that I, I, I would like to keep, but for the most part, shorter and lighter. Anyways, just finished eating, um, I, I bought this package and I didn't, y'all, I do this all the time. I, I brought the bowl in with me, but um, I freaking love it. It was with some udon noodles. It's the it's kind of like top ramen noodles, um, but it's like with the udon. And I just wanted to taste it before I made my own because I heard that it's actually another type of um, noodle that is keto friendly. So not to be confused, I'm going to check it right now and see if... Udon noodles are keto-friendly. <clears throat> ah, okay, so it says it right here. No, udon um, noodles are not keto-friendly. Um, yeah, because it's high net carbs. Okay, so that's okay. But it was inspirational because the, the noodles that are keto-friendly are called the shirataki noodles. And so they are clear. And y'all, so I went ahead and ordered them. And, um, and I was shocked when I got it because it, if you've ever had ramen noodles, they are hard and shirataki noodles are, when they come, they're wet because I, I instacarted them and, um, and I switched from getting my food delivered from Ralph's and, and I used to go with Ralph's and now I'm with Fawn's. I love Vons so much better. This is my second order with them. Not only are they quicker, they're also um like uh more economical cuz like for example, I ordered mine last night and usually it's always a set price when I order from Ralph's. It's always 9.95 for the delivery. But with Vons if if you um if you are willing to wait a little bit longer, which is which I still got it within the same nine dollar time frame. It was only three ninety five for my groceries, and I'm pretty sure I have food there for two two weeks, and some are, are non perishable. So I freaking love it, and I also noticed that they um when you place your order, like they categorize it by like dairies, um, dry goods, um beverages whatever so when when the person goes through to get your food they just go up and down the aisle whereas i noticed with routes they're like running over here running over there looking for this looking for that and then but when they pack your your order like all of my so like my fruits i had gotten fruits and an egg salad that was all in one container all of my frozen foods like my mixed 
my mixed vegetables and um I had ordered a um a frozen um juice. I remember back in the day I saw it on, on Vons and I was like, Oh, let me I haven't done that in years. Like you just buy the frozen juice and you just add water to it. But I, I have this thing where I like to snack on it. Like I like I like to eat it just um frozen. I'll take a couple of bites off of it and Apple juice is relatively good for you. You want to make sure it's not too high in sugar. And I am talking fast, y'all, because even though I am, quote unquote, at home grounded, I have stuff I'm excited to get to and, and get done. So, but, um, um, so yeah, as it turns out, udon noodles are not, um, the reason I was saying I was surprised is because it wasn't like I was at the store and I picked it up and I saw that they're kind of like jelly or watery. I think if I had been at the store purchasing it myself, I probably would have been like, eh, I don't know if I want to try it. But because I had um, seen it on YouTube and I looked at some of the re- uh, uh, videos and I also like Foga, my, my baby brother, and I had to reach out to him today. I do like to remind him that he's my baby brother. So I, be, I call my brothers like brother, brother, <laughs> like it's supposed to be a joke. So I was like, he's been on my mind lately, so I just reached out to my baby brother, and um, I always t- call him that. That is my baby brother. That's that's one of the ones I get along with the most, um, the most actually out of all of them. But and so he's the one that got me hooked onto Foga. I freaking love Foga, so I kind of like the idea of I was open to the noodle concept when I saw it because I am looking for keto friendly recipes so long story short when I did place the order I went ahead and ordered the noodles and so when I got them in the back I'm like oh my gosh it's in liquid so if you decide to do it then be forewarned it's in liquid it's it's not that bad I think I would have walked myself out of a good situation because like I said if I had gone to the store and picked it up I would have been like You know, but it's here at my house. And so now I'm like, okay, let me just look at how to prepare it. And um, and so with that being said, it's once I ordered the, the misu bowl and I saw how they prepared it. All it is is you just put your favorite like uh, there's a sauce. I need to try to remember what it is. My mom cooks with it all the time. It's so good. I'll just add a little bit of that sauce, add a little bit of like the vegetables in there. And then I can also control how much sodium is in there. And it's very filling. So I'm super duper excited about that. Um, I'll probably give you an update on on the name of the sauce because it's really good. Um, And I I was coming to my room to put it in my order and it it slipped my mind. So it happens, but it, it will come back to me. Um... So, but y'all, I'm excited. A lot of you know I'm renewing my my insurance license. If I'm being honest, I completed the 52 hours about two weeks ago, but I've been so busy and I tried to do the, the test simulation and I just couldn't concentrate, but that was my bad because there is a thing called decision fatigue and you can work your way up to where you can take on more decisions without hitting that that wall of decision fatigue but the way it basically works like let's just say the average person can make 500 decisions a day and so some of us will burn through those 500 decisions quicker in the day 
And some of us have to learn how to either streamline and um, kind of like, this is um, one of, one of the, the people who do, does this, I believe is Warren Buffett. And I do believe the guy who used to own Facebook. Oh my gosh, what is this guy's name? Let me let me type it in real quick. Facebook owner. I know as soon as I see it, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, Z Mark Zuckerberg. They have been um, purported to use this technique. And so then they'll say that's why like Mark Zuckerberg and or Warren Buffett will wear like the same. They'll buy like seven T-shirts of the same color and seven pants of the same color. And they will wear the same line of outfits or uniforms for days on end because that eliminates when when especially for us divine feminines like I feel like if you start to consider how much time you put into like okay what am I gonna do for my eyeliner am I gonna wear blue purple am I gonna do mascara today I'm gonna do my eyebrows what lip color do I want what dress do I want what shoes do I want you're bur burning through your decisions but if you can like kind of streamline some of that thought process um and even it's even things like if you do those um, decisions at the end of the day, preparing for the next day, you can use more of your brain energy and brain power for like more important decisions, you know, and it, and I think that's even funny now that I'm talking about it, like how it for trading and stuff. I mentioned I want to get back into trading more hands on. So I'm gearing up for that. But um. Yeah, you. Oh, so what I was talking about is that uh, it was my bad in trying to do the simul the test simulation. And for those of you who are kind of considering going into insurance, you can use um, Exam FX, Exam FX, F as in Frank, X as in Examinus, or X as in Xylophone. It's only I believe forty nine dollars and. Um, um, what else was I going to say? I really like the flashcards. Um, and I really like how it allows you to go through the test questions and the chapters and it tracks your hours and stuff like that. Um, so if, if that's something you're interested in, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. This is someone who has had to do several state licenses and including for real estate, um, the exam effects, if I'm not mistaken, is primarily, predominantly for um, insurance. I could be wrong because um, my my mentor put it together for me. But I actually like this one better than the one we I did last time for my insurance. I like this one better. I think they changed the program. Um, for real estate, I had used Tarbell, y'all. And when I tell you, I feel so bad for people who wasn't able to, who weren't able to use Tarbell. That one was, oh, it was bellissimo. Like, I, there are times where I like, where I feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could have gone through, or you just don't know how good it is. But Tarbell got bought out by, is it by Berkshire? Tarbell did get bought out though. I don't remember the company. 
right off the bat, right off the top of my head. And so they no longer offer that platform. And you can just go on the app and just practice your test over and over and over and over and over. And so not only did I pass my test, I passed it really high. And so um, ExamFX is really good for that too. Um, but And so... But the thing is, the simulation exam is three at three and a half hours because it's it's 150 questions and um, 150 multiple choice questions. And you can't like get in and out of it or progress or whatever. So I had to adapt a little bit to that. I'm going to spend this week that I'm at home doing the simulation test. So I figure if I do three to four hours a day and then do the group mentor um, session that's going to be on Saturday for two hours. Then uh, after that, I'm going to see how comfortable I feel and then I'll schedule my exam, y'all, and just get it over with. The cool thing, too, is that it, it has changed so much from when I was in the industry um, years, a couple years ago. And so they've tried to make it easier. So I don't have to go to a test facility. I had to go to one maybe about mm, 45 minutes away from where I live. And, you know, the the um, anxiety, I, I do have some forms of test anxiety. I wasn't the best um, growing up the best at that. But I did mention that when I was in college, I did end up taking, when I was in my doctorate program, so when I was in the end of all my studying, I went to this lady and she taught us how to study. And my reading went to like freaking 800. Um, so my call just, my, um, I just got interrupted. I got a call from the people who are working on my car. So the, um, I haven't really shared the full story with you. Um, I kind of like told you like it was my neighbor's, my parents' neighbor's son was visiting. Um, and he went out for... So the funny thing is usually when I'm at my parents, I'll park it in the driveway. But that one freaking day, y'all, I had run an errand to go meet someone. And um, we had visitors um, at the house. So I decided to park alongside the 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 street, which we're kind of we're in a cul-de-sac, so it's it's a closed. That kind of gives you an idea of, you know, I'm not just out on some random like two-way street or on you know it's it's a cul-de-sac. We're in the middle of the cul-de-sac, and so I parked on the side, um, on the straight side right before you get into the cul-de-sac, and they live on the. We're in the smack dab middle, so they're on the... It depends on how... Yeah, if you're coming in, then they're on the right, and I parked on the right-hand side, and then we're we're in the middle. So when he came in to park, he comes in to make a right to go. I think what happened is, because um, he's, he's been visiting there lately, and I'm, I'm more at my parents' house. I'm house-sitting a little bit. So I think what happened is, because it was late at night and it was raining, you couldn't, my car is jet black. And sometimes that does concern me too, because um, in the future, I don't know that I'll get jet black cars because they're hard to see. I've had several times because it's low also, it, um, people have a hard time seeing it. So, and I'm pretty sure that it usually happens like at night, like at night or right into dusk. So I think what happened is... Um, 
he was coming back in and he went to park in that location in that spot and because it's jet black he just went to make the regular park and so then that's how he clipped my um the rear view mirror and hit the whole front of the left hand side of my car and like the whole tire kicked out I thought he had broken the suspension or whatever whatnot but um and so then to make it worse, I I went and because I was getting ready to go out for the day. And so it's just like how you see in those little like um, TikToks and stuff. I have my, my matcha smoothie in my hand and my, my gym bag. And I was like walking out in my little skirt, like my hips were all shaking and stuff. And my hair was up in this like high bun, just flopping in the wind. And I'm like walking out early in the morning, like manicured hands and everything, just all happy, my shades and everything. I was like, girl, let's live this best life today. I was moisturized and whatever. Walked to my car and then my heart just sunk because the whole car, like whole front of it was just caved in and the tire had kicked out. And so like, y'all know I'm sentimental about my car. I'm not going to say I'm going to cry, but I, like my I, my little, my eyes right now are just kind of like. <laughs> so I went inside and I told my parents and then they came out. And we were looking at it for a while. And then I put my stuff down inside and I, I started um doing video because I had taken pictures and stuff. So that my, my parents went inside and then the neighbor, the husband came out because it's him. Sometimes his brother visits his wife and their son. I think they have two sons. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know the whole thing or whatever, but, um. So the, the husband comes out and he's just staring at me. So I'm staring back at him and I'm like, well, this is just random because if you see me at my car and obviously something happened, you, you've seen me go in and out of my car all the time. There's no reason for you to come out unless you're going to tell me that, that that you hit my car. So he's just there. So it's like, so I'm staring at him. And I let, I deliberately, deliberately let a good 15 to 20 awkward seconds pass by, which if you count 20 seconds on here, you would just probably log off because it's like, say something. Obviously, you came out here and he's just standing there looking at me in the driveway. So then I was like, somebody hit my car. And excuse me, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. So then, um... He doesn't really say anything else. So I'm like, yeah, it's just really disappointing because I was getting ready to go run my errands and, you know, I come out to this and, and stuff. So then his son's car, which I think is his stepson's car was in the middle, but normally his car is faced with the, he will back up into like, so if he doesn't park on the side, he will back up into the driveway with the headlights facing out towards the street. But this time he, he was parked in with his headlights in, which in hindsight we figured out because he was trying to hide any damage on his um the front of his vehicle. But if he parked the way that he normally would, if it wasn't on the side of the street, then we would see it and be like, yeah, this motherfucker hit my car. So um, he turns to the car, which was in the middle because it's, one car is on the left and one is on the right. And then it, it's like a huge um, driveway. Plus they have the garage. So 
he um he goes he points to the middle one he turns to the middle one he's like well it couldn't have been this one because this one's been here and so me not even realizing it in the moment i'm like oh it's okay we have surveillance cameras so um as soon as i'm done here we're gonna go look at the surveillance cameras and take care of, of it you know so instead of him saying something he's just like oh Okay. And then he walks up to, you know, back into his house. Yeah, so I go back in the house. You're not going to believe this. Um but we go in to look at the surveillance cameras. Long story short, for all of the the surveillance that came up, there were three videos that that um were kind of blurry and we couldn't see something went wrong with it. That was when it happened. So, um, you can see like the, the video before the, the person went out, my car is fine. And then there's like two videos and they're blurry and you can't see anything. Like it had like a glitch, it legit glitched. And then, um, it was just like squares and stuff. And then the, the video after that, you can see that the car had been damaged, right? And stuff. And so... Um, we were like, oh, dang, we can't tell, you know, what happened or anything. So at that point, this is almost damn near an hour. I go ahead and start. I literally, literally, if I tell you a millisecond had passed, I had already filled out the information for my insurance and I was going to reach out to them because I thought my car was inoperable. Because the way that the tire had been like kicked out, I'm pretty sure that it had been, you know, messed up. I don't even want to make it all too long, but I never really shared the full story of all what's going on. So then I had filled out everything, the claim number and everything, and I was just about to hit submit. Literally, my little manicured pink finger was literally like about to click on the thing. And then we heard the doorbell ring. And so who's at the doorbell? The father, you know, the I guess the stepfather, whatever, and the son. So the son, now we let's just say he kind of like, you know, if you know, you know. He uh has depend he he's had <laughs> dependency issues. But anyways, so but you're like, what's that relevant? Anyways. Because when they're at the house, like, you can tell that it's affected his mind a little bit or a lot. So he's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, I had gone out for a Starbucks run at 530 in the morning. And um, I I did hit the car and I just wanted to tell you. And he's like. When I got in the house, I told my mom and my mom is like, well, are you sure you hit it? Because they were, I think what happens is they were going to try to just get away with it. And when the, when the dad came out, he was trying to see if how much I knew. And the fact that he was trying to say he didn't, that the his car or his son's car didn't have anything to do with it. He, I really think that they would have tried to just go incognito with the whole thing. But once I told them I have surveillance, they have surveillance cameras too. So it took them two minutes to kind of congregate, go get their son, 
have a sit down conversation with them like you better get your white ass over there right now because um it's on surveillance and then it's going to get really nasty type of a thing but they didn't know that we didn't capture it on camera but we knew we had surveillance and everything else is fine like you can see when like the garbage truck passes through if a random car passes through heck we have cats in like like triple hd color we have like i've seen hummingbirds like if you cough it picks up like it was just the weirdest thing but so um he he's like, oh, my mom asked me if I hit it. And he's like, mom, I'm pretty sure I hit it because it, it had to be pretty loud. It would make your car like skid a little bit, too, because it's coming around the corner and type of thing. And I know he did because he parked his car with his lights towards the inside to hide his damage. So he gave me his insurance information. Long story short, I have a whole bunch of drama, too, like with the rental stuff. But I'll, I'll do that for another podcast. In a good way, like what I will say is this: they kept giving me the runaround. They sent me to get my rental from a um, from a location where they hadn't had rentals for two freaking years. So um, then they had me go to another location, and that's when I figured out that the rentals are kind of like the Section Eight of car rentals because it's like the guy came to to help me out. As soon as I walked in and then I was like, okay, I need a um, car because my car is an accident and I'm doing it through insurance. And he's like, oh, our fleet is full. We have no fleets, nothing available. And then it, it was at that moment she knew. So I called these people and I'm like, listen, now you're not going to have me traipsing all through, you know, this area looking for somebody to rent me a car. You need to figure it out and you need to have somebody come pick me up because I'm not I'm not we're not doing this. Long story short, she calls me, call another one. Same thing. I call in, she's all friendly and stuff. And then I tell her I need the car for, um, because my insurance is covering it for the rental. And she's like, Oh, we don't have any cars available until like freaking next week. And plus it was a holiday weekend. So I call the insurance company again and I'm like, I'm like, listen, but I did want to do a separate podcast on this because sometimes I think we're too smart for our own good. And I think that my experience as working 20 years kind of like troubleshooting and, you know, being educated and smart, I would have probably tried to start calling all these different places and trying to book it. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to play like, quote unquote, dumb. And I told her, I was like, look, if you are calling corporate, all of your corporate affiliates, and they're telling you that they don't have anything available, I'm just a little person in the cog of the machine. So I'm not going to have very much luck. So I said, so I said, what, what, what do other people do? Because I, this is not my area of expertise. So what do you guys do when there's no one else who can't rent a car? Because either you're telling me I'm the only person that this has happened to. So she said, well, what people do is they'll find a family member or friend that they can rent a car from, and then we'll just reimburse you. So that's what I did. And I just found somebody who can rent me a mid-size SUV. And that's what's available. And so I just have, I'm going to see what happens on the tail end, but just have like receipts. I did Zell them um, a couple times, but Zell has a limit on how much you can send. I don't know if it's per month or whatever. 
So we have receipts of how much I've been paying them per week for the rental. And then I'm just going to get reimbursed for it. You know, it just is what it is. So then part of the problem with my car, and that's why I was saying, like, I had no idea. But there's a national back order. Y'all, are we 14 minutes into talking about my car? Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's a national back order on the headlights and the grill. So when I talked about how, like, they're not making it anymore. My car was already a limited edition and then it's it's like all 50 states are just having problems with it. I don't know what type of magic she works. The lady just called me. She's the cuz usually the person who's handling my case will hand will call me, but she was so excited cuz I told her I was like that that car is like my baby. It's a whole experience. And yesterday I was like, "Oh my gosh, spring break is coming. I'm not going to have my Camaro to like, you know, drive around it's a whole experience it's more than just transportation or a car it's a whole vibe it feels freaking good you know like everything from the engine roar to the speed and to the music and the aesthetic and and what goes with it right and so um it's the way that it hugs the curve like every time i drive going to like some of my locations it's like when, when, oh, and it's funny too, because when I first bought my car, they sent me, um, kind of like they put me in a study group and they really liked how I described it because it's so much of a, a, an experience. It's not just turn the keys, jump in the car, drive, go to the store. It's like when you're going up that hill and you're hitting those curves and the way it handles, it's so smooth. It's so sexy. It's so powerful. And it does turn heads. Like, my niece likes being in the car with me, too. Because we always, like, you would just see people's head, like, just, like, it is what it is. It's a head turner. And you put on some good music. And it it just feels good every time you press the doop-doop. You get in your car, right? Um, So... I was like, oh my gosh, spring break is coming. I'm going to be driving this mid-size, mid-size SUV. I'm not a mother, but I, you know, try to play like the same music. It don't feel the same. I'll be driving, hitting these curves on the freeway. It don't feel the same on these open roads and stuff. But, um, so she was like, I'm so excited to call and tell you that your headlight came in. She's like, I worked something out for you. She's like, I'm just going to find out about the grill. We're going to try to get it to you as quick as possible. I'm like, thank you. She's like, I was like, I really trust me. I was like, trust me. I appreciate it. She's like, I thought you would. I was like, yes, I want my car. My car is my baby. Like, she's like, I knew it. She's like, I knew it. So she got me that. So I'm super excited. Anyways. So I talked a little bit about um, preparing for my exam. So here's the cool thing, y'all. And this is what what the um, whole gist of this podcast is supposed to be about. I'm so excited for me. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for my community. I'm excited for my family. And, you know, love it or hate it, I had to attend the meetings um, for the insurance aspect. And so, but the other good thing, too, is... They've made several changes to where now they've streamlined a lot of it. Before, when I was back in the days, you had to go into the meetings and get dressed up and drive out there and and also, you know, drive to the facility to take your exam. Now, now um, you can do it by Zoom 
and they have somebody just monitor you while you take your exam and they, you just take like a video showing that you don't have anything around you to cheat and that your area is clear and then you just stay on your laptop and and finish your stuff and somebody's watching you while you take your exam um and so then um the other thing too is that now all of the meetings are by zoom so I went ahead and logged on last night and one of the their key phrases is like who is going to break the generational curse and I'm like yeah 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 this is that you know this is true type of a thing but you never know until it's your time for that to make sense and I think all of us kind of have that in the back of our head well later that night um, a lot of you know I'm in a trading. I'm in two trading groups. So one is for crypto, and the other one is for stocks. And so even though I'm not trading stock at the moment, um, I do want to get back into it, especially when I get my money from my coins, and start growing that. I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna take like fifty thousand of that and put it into stocks and start growing it at three to five percent a week. Which is entirely possible because like um because I'm in a trading group, like we have a private chat and so um some people got um five percent and eight percent on IWM. They did a put and um they did the put and within like psh, if I say fifteen, twenty minutes, they got their eight percent, which might not sound like a lot, but if you grow anything like five one percent is good, five percent, eight percent a week and that's just on one trade y'all don't underestimate the power of compounding and small increments um over time um so so one of the the crypto groups that i was in this lady mentioned that um one of the programs i want to get into she um she buys units, but she was going to buy another 200 units. And, you know, we say stuff like, by the grace of God, right? Normally, I would have just been like, oh, cool, whatever. But I clicked on it to see what everybody else was saying. Very rarely happens. I rarely engage on Facebook. I just go in for the messenger part with both groups for the trading aspect. I've mentioned this before. And so it's not likely that I'm going to be on a post for very long, if at all. But I happened to, I gravitated towards it and I clicked on the comments and then I was just about to just scroll off and somebody said something like, oh, you must be very rich to be able to buy 200 units. They're $500 a piece and it's like three, 30% returns, uh, 30% returns a month, I believe, 25 or 30%, something like that. I think it's 25% a month, which is really good. Um comes down to about what like five six percent a, a week um return on your money and if you compound that over a year do the math you're good to go so um there so she was nice enough too i think that's part i'm so i say all of this to say i'm actually gonna go back to that group and i'm i'm going through i try to search for it if I spend the next two or three hours trying to find that I, it'll be worth every penny because I do want to reach out to her and connect with her specifically. But she she could have been just nasty and or just ignored him and or not said anything because this guy was just kind of like, oh, you must be very rich to be buying 200, blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't being like too very nice about it. So then 
She said, oh, it's because I'm using a method called infinite banking. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm the type of person, and this is how I ended up getting into crypto. A lot of you know, um, and stock, my my ex-boyfriend got me into stock, interested in it. And you just have to pique my interest or, or spark the fire, and then I will do the rest. So... I was like, whoa, if she's doing that with infinite banking, let me find out what infinite banking is. So I clicked off of the Facebook app and I went into Google and I typed in infinite banking. Come to find out it's through IUL and insurance. I was like, get the out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? No way. So I went back to the Facebook app. And you know how Facebook resets you when every time you go back in? I could not find it. I tried searching it last night. I tried searching it using keywords this morning and I couldn't find it. I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to go through if I have to go back two to three months to find her her um, stuff, I will do it. So um, and and. It would have been nice like if it was something where she had commented or liked my comment or something, then it would put it back up on the radar. So I'm hoping that that will happen. But um, um, but I'm going to sit down and find it. So so if I understand correctly a little bit, uh, infinite banking, you can take money out against your your policy and you pay it back to your policy. Um, but the thing is, it's it's interest free. So you become your own bank. If I understand it correctly, trust and believe I'm going to come back and share with you guys how it works. So what she's doing is like um, I also mentioned to you that the IULs or they have policies or instruments, they have instruments that pay you 8%. 8% is freaking good. It actually pays better than Vanguard. Um, because Vanguard pays about 5%. Of course, past performance is not indication of future performance. This is not financial advice. Please see your advisor. Do your due diligence. I am just amusing of a divine feminine, chit-chat style, you know, talking my heart out on this side of things. And still in the process, I have to take my license exam. So I'm just sharing my excitement of what's happening behind the scenes, right? So, but... What it seems like she's doing is so um, she's taking out money from her policy. She knows that if she buys these units at $500 a pop and they're going to pay 30%, she's going to take that money and put it back into her policy, but she's going to front the money into something that's going to pay her more and so she can return it. And then like even one of the other, um, we're always getting into new trading platforms and it's really helping me diversify. So one of the, the trading platforms that I just got into, um, that one in, in six months, is it three months or six months? I'm going to get back my full investment that I put in. So he's recommending we take that out and then put it into something else. And then the rest is just house money. And so in, in 24 months, it will grow to 1 million. If I leave it for 27 months, it'll be 2 million because it's compounding 1% a day. And that's the, the eighth, eighth wonder. Um, and she actually used that word too. She's like, infinite banking is like one of the unspoken elements of the eighth wonder of the world. Y'all know I've I've mentioned this before. Compound interest in time is one of the eighth interests. It's the eighth. It's I think Albert Einstein, is the one who came up with that. But so I'm like, oh my gosh, I just got into that stuff. So 
obviously I kind of wanted to just go find her, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to waste time. So I asked my upline person and he told me to talk to my other upline person. And so they're like, yes, we know how to do it. So I'm excited because that's going to help me get me and my family um, ahead so much better, so much quicker. And I think it's something we can use in the community because let me just kind of give you an idea of how maybe I would play it. But again, I will probably come and kind of muse with you and chit chat with you a little bit about what I learned because it's going down, y'all. It's going on. But the way that I would probably play it um, is let's say you don't have like 100000 to put into um, like crypto or stocks, right? But you qualify for a million or a $2 million policy, right? Um, and you can afford to make the monthly payments, whether it ranges from anywhere from like... Let's just say on the, so mine is like what, I'll say $90 to like 150 Let's say you can pay that a month. I'm not 100% sure because you do have to, you have to accumulate cash value. So, but if you are able to take out a loan with the understanding that you have to pay it back, okay, um, and put it into stock and like, let's say, for example, for you to be able to trade on limited in Robinhood or like trade or uh, something trade. Ah, I'm seeing it has green. Um, it's not my trade. Ah, like um, in Fidelity or um, Webull, you need to have at least. You can start with less in your account, but it gets a little bit. I'm not saying don't do it. I say start where you can, but if you can do, um, if you have less than 25,000 in your account, you're restricted to restricted to three trades per week, um, or per every, I think it's a five to seven business days or something like that. So if you're trying to get in and out of stuff or if, if things reverse, um, and you don't have money to average down quickly, which tends to be like the compound issue. It can kind of slow you down a little bit, but if you have twenty five thousand or more, like let's say twenty six to thirty thousand in your account, you can get in and out, and you can have unlimited trading, which allows you to kind of um, stem your losses if if necessary, and or get in quicker. Because sometimes what would happen when my dad and I were trading with smaller um, accounts, so we would have like five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars in the account. Um, my dad had more than me, obviously, because I'm, you know, I'm a little baby, but he had more. So he was able to get in and out of stuff more. But what would happen is I would hit profit. Like, let's say if I wanted to make 5% profit, 30% profit, 22% profit. If it hit that, I wouldn't be able to get out until my five days were up or, you know, or until like, let's say if I had done two trades and the third one hit the 22%. I would have to wait until like a day or two until I got my other one open up to get to close it out. And so sometimes it wasn't as high or had reversed. So if you know that type of stuff and and um, you take you have to take classes to learn how to trade, in my opinion. And, and 
it, it kind of is messed up too because some people are going to try to take classes from people who are not the best teachers. I'm fortunate I had the best teacher or a good, a really good teacher. And I'm still deliberating whether to share it because it's at, it's at the expense of um me kind of disclosing my, my identity and I don't want to do that. So, but she's really good. I highly recommend her. She's one of the best. Um, and so... Um, if you invest in yourself a little bit, you, you say, okay, I'm going to treat this like a job or like education and I'm going to invest and spend, I think it was like 5,000 for the four week class. It could have been less. It could have been less. Don't, don't really come for me. Um, but you do have to, to with her. And so, um, um, worth every penny, but let's say you set that aside and then you say, okay, I'm going to invest and grow my account at 5%, whatever returns I get, I'm going to put, return the money back into my, um, cash policy for my, my, um, back into my cash policy account or my cash policy instrument. And then now you have afforded yourself two streams of income type of a thing. So what this woman is doing is she's taking out money from the policy, buying herself something that's going to pay her back 30% and then putting it back into where it needs to be in case she needs it for something else. But now that money is growing 30% a, a month, or I think it's a 25%. So that's really exciting. It's a game changer. Um, and y'all, that that's going to be so cool. Learning how to compound, you know, all of these different strategies. And um, remember that the person had said yesterday, she's like, who's going, he said, who's going to break the general generational curse for your family? And so, yeah, you know, at some point I'll be strong enough to show my nieces and nephews how to, you know, trade. Um and I will have enough experience under my belt by the time it's time for me to sit down with them and or start like a little group chat thing for my family to start trading together. And then, um, and so then now it's, it's that nice element because not only will they have their life insurance policy stuff, they can take care of their families and they can do that over and over and over. Right. And, and the key is, to put it into something that's going to give you returns. Like some people will be not be as responsible and, and go and spend it on other stuff. But the key is to kind of use that kind of mindset, you know, invest it, flip it, reverse it, double it. And that's one thing that women are really good at is being able to multiply. Right. If I had to look at this in retrospect and speak to my, my, my spirit or my soul energetically, it would have been like, baby girl, continue to look for ways to multiply. What What is it about the knowledge that you have that will allow you to multiply it, to replicate it, to reproduce it, carbon copy it over and over and over, okay? So I know this was a long podcast. Um, you can hear even my energy, like I'm talking really fast. I haven't had any caffeine I just drank my water. I took some of my supplements. Um, I took my turmeric, my B12, which does kind of give you um energy, my ultrabiotin, 
and spirulina, if I didn't mention that already. And then my, my water and then the, the noodles. So I, I don't have like a cake of, but you can hear how excited I am about the progression of finding something I really like with my noodles and my food. And, and I, it kind of, I don't know if some of you are into cooking, but um, sometimes it's better for you to kind of taste something and then now you know what to make, like how to make it. Um, I have a funny story. Like I was talking to my cousin and she was reminding me about the one time I made mac and cheese and it tasted like cereal. <laughs> I was like, I cannot stand you so much. But this is why family is so important too because we laugh so hard. I laugh so hard with that cousin. She's kind of like my mom. So she's my cousin from my mom's side. And both her and my mom, my mom loves to laugh, y'all. Oh my gosh. And that's, I can tell that's why my dad like really like, it just makes it so much fun for the whole family too. And, um, but my cousin's like that too. So we were, oh my gosh. I'm like, I cannot believe you remembered that. And so she's like, girl, you're cooking now? I was like, yeah. She's like, uh-uh. I remember when I was with you and, da, 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 and you made the mac and cheese taste like cereal. I can't stand you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um but um yeah. So so it's it's nice to know that I can um I know exactly how to prepare the noodles. So I will depending on it cuz this is going to keep me full. Those udon noodles are um they're really filling. You don't even need a lot. When I do the update podcast, I will tell you the name of the brand so that even if you get the container, you kind of have an idea of how big it is. And um, and so that's going to help me, too, because since I'm not going to the gym for the next couple of days, well, I like to, yeah, I'm going to, um, I don't need to be consuming as many calories. So soup is a really nice way to stay filled with the noodles and they have protein and whatever, so... Yeah, you guys, the food part is exciting to me. The headlight thing for my car. Hopefully, you guys, I get my car back by spring break. And then um, just the possibilities of now compounding knowledge when it comes to crypto, when it comes to stock, when it comes to the um, how to use the insurance policy. I know some people use whole life. And I want to make this very clear, too. I think that I really do like that I'm unique. And I like that I, I, um, I, I'm learning how to really stand my ground. Because I will never disparage any um, insurance group at all. I believe that they all serve a purpose. So, but the thing is, you have to find what meets your needs. Not everybody needs to be out in these streets getting IULs and or whole life. Sometimes what I don't like is that if the agent only has this available in his portfolio, then he will talk down the other instruments that are out there. Um, And one, you might not need it and or he doesn't offer it. So he tries to get you into something else. Could it be a fit? Yes. Right. And so um, the more I, I understand things on this end, I will try to share with you the best I can. But that that you, it's going to be important that you know why you need something like the IUL. You hear some lady on the podcast talking about it. I will 
um, put together a list and say what are the strengths and maybe possibly weaknesses or why it won't be a fit for you. But if you know that you do your due diligence and you see that IULs or whole life really open up doors for you and you start looking for an agent and they try to talk you out of out of it, I would just stare clear of it. Because it, if what you have to ask them is, does your company offer it? If the company doesn't offer it, then absolutely stare clear of them because it's kind of like, you know what you want and you know what you need. And it doesn't mean that what they're offering isn't good or serves a purpose, but it just t- kind of talks to their character that they... um. So when it comes to me, you know, I've talked to some people and they will know I was in the insurance sector and they will be like, well, ours is better. And it's like, no, it's different. It's different and it serves a purpose. And yes, it has all those things that you're talking about. But, it, you know, if, if somebody wants that, then I'll send them to you. Right. So um, we will continue to have these conversations a little bit more. And I actually can kind of tie them in a little bit to some of those things I see happening on the surface level. We've been talking a lot about nurses and purses and stuff like that. A lot of these unnecessary things could be avoided with, it's so freaking affordable, it's insane. Um, If we just kind of, one, have awareness about it. One of the things that kind of bothered me a little bit, and I'm going to get off of here, is um, when I was listening last night, is this a his it was a latino guy and he's making 1.5 million dollars a year beautiful beautiful home okay and um i mean if i tell you he's on acres of land it's kind of like when i saw a picture of his home it looked like something you would see in the in the movies like just beautiful oh gorgeous house okay and um, one thing that I know is a strength is the Hispanic, the Latino community. They stick together. They stick together. Ain't no way that he's making 1.5. He's going to be like, listen, mijo, mija, this is me. Come get in. Jump on the bandwagon. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Get set up. And, and that's it. It's not no, you know... Uh, I don't know. Uh, eh, uh. And what what in in the industry that I'm into the the company I'm with, the first, and I would show her picture. Um, she's with her husband. It's a black woman, and it's the first black non-immigrant woman. Um, or I guess couple. To make a million, to hit the million dollars a month um, mark. But the thing is, like, um, all of the other high earners who are making, like, 4 million, 6 million, 10 million a month. And they're all in my group. They're all, like, in my base study type thing. They're Hispanic. They're white. And they're Africans. Africans, surprisingly, if they're tight-knit. They look out for each other too, but it's just something about like for African American, we don't trust each other. It can feel like we're um, using each other, but I think it comes down to we just don't trust each other. We're not that close knit, and we have so many, so much noise that it's like, listen, it 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 kind of just made me, you know, 
I don't have all the problems. I don't have all the solutions to to fix it, you know, and especially because it is considered um, sales, you know, um, it, it can feel like somebody is obviously trying to sell you something. But I mean, if, if you're talking about making sure that everybody is set for life, because even it made me realize when I was looking for the ladies post. The um, I wouldn't be surprised if he even used some of his cash policy stuff to put like the down payment on his house and or front some of the assets that he needed to, to get some of the assets that he needed at the beginning um, and then just pay it back interest free without having to go to the bank because he's his own bank now. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think he'd be too terribly irresponsible, but it'd be one of those things where he can front the money for like the down payment on his first home or, or, or that type of thing. I wouldn't, I would not recommend it for cars to buy a car because a car is a depreciating asset. Unless you're going into something like Truro where you are putting up cars to rent out to people, which is surprisingly lucrative. I had my car on a platform for a couple of months where people could drive my car and um, and get like that sports luxury feeling. And I would I was getting paid up the Yazoo like people were renting my car left and right just you know and then the guy he got somebody um somebody hit him it was a hit and run and he broke like he broke several things like collarbone um couldn't walk for a while and so he just stepped down from doing that but the thing is he knows how to trade his mom is the one who taught us how to trade so it's better for him to be recuperating at home and trading he makes really good money he has several properties and so it it just didn't he didn't want to be hands on in the in the car industry anymore but but if you're buying a car as an asset to put it out to rent like one of my brothers um i don't i'm not really on speaking terms with him too he has a really nice home um type of a thing too he's very entrepreneurial but one of the things he does is he has sports cars too like all the bright exotic cars he has like suvs um type of a thing and so he he runs that and people are renting from him all the time they like that experience so i say all that to say like don't if if you're gonna buy a car those would be the conditions i would consider but again i'm just a girl here chit-chatting with you y'all i hope that this was nice i hope it kind of gives you some insight to who i am and how i'm moving um i'm gonna look for the the, the post in a little bit um, I'm I'm dedicating the next. So right now it's it's twelve o'clock. Um, I'm gonna probably commit until five p.m. to find this freaking pod the post, and I want to reach out to her and connect with her too. But apparently, people in my upline, they will know how to set me up to do that, and that's gonna be good for me, my family, my nephew who is coming up behind me, um, and that type of thing, and then um. There was something else I wanted to say. And I, and I forgot. I've been I've been talking. To, oh, 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 I remember what it was. So uh, tonight, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and do an oracle. I'm just going to see what my spirit is called to. I, I already feel called to just pull an oracle for you. So 
Um, I have them in a cute little, like a little box. They're so cute. I love my Oracle decks so much. Who knows? So you're welcome to come check back in later tonight. I'm going to light a candle, get all cozy, put my little Bruno to bed, and then I'm going to just pull an Oracle. It can be on entrepreneurship. So today, tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday is really good for um, communication. So I might do something on communication and, and um, entrepreneurship or an affirmation of sorts, which will also be complimentary for Thursday because Thursday is also good for business, for meetings and stuff like that. And then um, maybe Friday in the PM, I'll do something for like um, beauty and or aura food. So I need to start pulling those. Um, again, or I would like to, right? It's not, I don't want to make myself feel, force myself to be on a schedule. I want to go with the flow somewhat, um, and, and go with, with, um, kind of like more of like a spiritual. And again, some people will say like spiritual or going with the flow or being feminine doesn't mean that you don't have a schedule, but just the space I'm in, it kind of, you know, I want to just afford myself that time because I'm coming from a structure where it was very hard and it was hard on my body. Like, especially on a week like this, I don't know how I made it. I, I mean, but I know that it took a toll on my body because it's like if I need to be able to rest and I can be at home, you know, right now and trading and chit chatting and disseminating information and researching stuff and reading um, one of my upline gave me two more books that I can read for the insurance part of things. One of the books she told me to read is What Would the Rockefellers Do? So if you get a chance, I think um, she said there's not an audio book on it. I'm pretty sure if I try to do an audio version of it, I might get flagged on it with um, doing it here. But I will probably um, order the book because one of my other upline gave me four books um but this one sounds interesting what the rockefellers would do and then i think the other one was called like something shield or something like that like um but i will probably just read little ex excerpts for you and um we'll just take it from there so we're going to be moving forward and more in esoteric means metaphysical stuff um back to my oracles back to health and wealth, back to trading and stuff like that, um, whether it's crypto or stock. And like I said, I, I, um, I don't know, because I know that if I gave you the references to the two trading groups, I mean, I know it could change lives. Um, but I'm, I'm in the groups. And so then I'm not really wanting to put myself out there because I don't, um, this, this is an open, platforming and so if it's people and this is the weird sad part because I have told people in my everyday life and they're just not picking up on it so it's like the, it sucks because I imagine there's people that are gravitating to this and I, I can see the numbers of listens and you want the information but then the people that are easily accessible to me IRL like in real life I, I And when I tell you there are people I know who need it, and this is like the fourth and fifth, and every time it happens, I'm like, I'm never telling them again. I'm so done. And then they'll come up onto another financial hurdle, and I'm like, listen, 
This thing pays you freaking 1% a day. This one pays you 30, 20% a month. If you let it sit for 12 months, you're looking at anywhere from 24 to 100,000, right? Depending on, on what platform it is. Part of the reason I'm able to get through, because like right now, everything is financially tight for me. No way would I have been able to pay all these bills and all these things that are coming up that I have to address if I hadn't started planning two years ago and a year ago. No way, no way, no way, no way. Mm-mm. You know, and so that's how these things work. You start off with a little bit, you let it compound for 12, 12 months, 24 months, right? So the little bit I put in now, you know, if as long as the program is up and running for the next 24 months, Excuse me, if you're looking at one and two million in 24 months, do I need it now? No, you know, but now I have something nice to look forward to. And the difference between somebody getting in next year or two years from now is, oh, you're, you know, million dollar, multi-million, you know, type of a thing. I wish that was me. And it's like, bruh, I told you, I have the text messages right here. I told you, jump in on it with me, get in with it with me, let's let it sit for, tw- you know, this amount of time. Nah, you didn't tell me. Nah, I told you. Are there some risks? Yeah. But if you're willing to go with me, we have all this information in there, you start to diversify. And that's how I feel it is with the insurance part of it too. It's kind of like, oh, this black lady's just trying to sell us stuff. But I, I'm going to trust the process that I will connect with who I need to connect and who needs me will get what I need, you know, will get what they need to. And I'm going to just speak it that I know I'm going to come into alignment with the people that I know I can help in ways I, I never thought were possible. And really paint that picture to change the trajectory for their life. Not just theirs, but mine. Like, it's just... And sometimes it feels crazy because you look at it full circle, you know, how it comes around full circle and... We will talk more about this, obviously. So, and interesting developments right on the cusp of spring. You know, and that's so interesting because if I'm not mistaken, the, the Chinese New Year starts, is it the 15th or the 17th? I have, um, this This might scare you a little bit. Well, one of the, the ladies I started meeting, uh, like, we, we're good acquaintances and stuff. So, she told me, she's hinted that she's a witch. So, she has to learn all of these different same things too. She has to read books and stuff. And um, so, but she pays attention to natural, natural order in the sense of um, she doesn't celebrate Christmas when the rest of y'all are celebrating Christmas. She celebrates like the spring equinox that's coming up, right? And so um, it's more in alignment with how nature flows, right? She told me some really cool stuff. I haven't had a chance to really come on here and and share some of the stuff with you, but it's like, why did I mention that? It you you start to learn how to tap in. Oh, I was saying that this makes sense because even two and three weeks ago in the beginning of the new year, I didn't feel like doing nothing. I didn't wasn't coming on here as much. My podcasts were within the thirty minute podcast. I'm reacting to what other people have to say but not really so much in the lane that I need to be. And one of the things I said was, pay attention to your natural um, flow, right? Especially if you're a divine feminine, you you know, when you think about how 
a lot of the things we do are lunar based on the lunar cycle. Like even the banking system is cyclical, right? Um, crypto is cyclical, right? Our women's bodies are cyclical. And so when you start to um, align with that, I remember I said, it's possible, I'm going to pay attention to it, that maybe I will start to be more active and involved when the spring comes around. And so here I am, I usually get the energy about a week or two before the collective does. So I'm super sensitive, like once I started paying attention to that. And so here we are, the 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 new moon, let me see when is the new, um, the spring equinox. Because she told me, I think it was the 20th, but let me see, the spring equinox, 2023. But it's right around the corner. Yeah, March 20. So the time I'm recording this right now, and you cannot even make this stuff up. So today's March 7th. Um, I'm about, yeah, maybe like a good two weeks out from it. Yeah, because next week, next Wednesday is the 15th. And then my one of my godson's birthday is coming up. And so, yeah, I'm about two weeks out. But I start to feel that that like vibrancy like starting to get that fire under my butt and that's when the downloads are coming and that's when things are falling into place and I mentioned I'm like I could try to be beating my head self over the head trying to figure stuff up and swim upstream or it can come to me in divine timing and it will all make sense in divine timing and the difference between even last night and this morning is like going to project me light years ahead. It's going to project us light years ahead. I would say that if you're really interested in finding out about the crypto stuff or the, the um, stock stuff, or eventually the um, how to use the infinite banking, I will try to find a way for you to reach me um, the way that feels safe and and y'all this is just this is what the world we've come to because the world has not really proven to be a safe place i think especially for content creators and stuff so my privacy is very important to me and my uh anonymity and anonymity is important to me um and i like i told you that's part of the reason like i really had issues like with the whole paris milan type of personalities that, you know, they will come in and they'll be in the group with you and just so charming and girl, this, that, and the third. And because of how women's nature are is, you know, we share things like what's going on in our family, with our lives and, and stuff like that. And then to have it betrayed like that, like, nah, you and me going to have to fight. Like, mm, that's going to be a problem. So that's kind of the space I'm in. I, I know that it would be very helpful but uh, at what cost is, is going to be the question. So let me go look for this post right now. I just finished eating. So it's probably going to be another couple hours before I'm hungry. And I'll just go make myself my own shirataki noodle soup. Which kind of makes me want to drool. I got fruits. So I have, I'm still doing fruits first thing in the morning. And then, um, or or to break my fast, so now that I have those. Which, coincidentally, the pineapples that I got, they're from Costa Rica. I had to take a screenshot and send it to my parents because they're then there now. And then one of my aunts, she was visiting my parents, and she's going to Puerto Rico. So she lives there. Her husband is Puerto Rican, so they're, they've been out there. 
and stuff like that. And my, my little cousins are out there and they're successful. They, they are, um, they, the, my, the, the two cousins that are out there, there's some powerhouses y'all wouldn't even be knowing, but they're right up there. Um, and, and when I do mean up there, I do mean up there. Very, I'm very proud of them. And, um, same thing. Every time I call my parents, y'all, somebody was talking about, and I know my time is almost up because this is going to be like, what, maybe like an hour and something minutes. Somebody was talking about the importance of having your companion be close in age to you. I think Bourbon Bougie just posted something on it this morning. And that is important because my parents are just two years apart, like a year and like a couple months apart. And they can keep up with each other. And they're both into fitness. They're both into health and that lifestyle. So they are living their whole entire best life. If there was a bigger age difference and, you know, incongruence with their eating lifestyles, then it might not have fared out so good. I think for my mom having to take care of, of somebody who doesn't value their health or vice versa. So those, those little things for quality of life matter, y'all. All right. It has been my pleasure. I hope you got something out of it. If you could have pushed past the noodles and the car accident story um, and got to the real meat and what I feel are the real meat and bones of this podcast, then so be it. Stay tuned until tonight. Until the next one. Bye.